I'm struggling with some of my younger employees. It seems like I give them instructions, and then just a few hours later, I realize they didn't do what I asked. What's going on? Hey, welcome to Communication on Point. I'm Dean Hefta, and this show is dedicated to understanding and sharing insights that help you build your strength as a communicator and improve your ability to lead others. Let's get started. That question, I give instructions and then they go and do something else, came up to me a few weeks ago at a conference that I was speaking at. And I think it's a really important question that we encounter. It's not the first time that I've heard this question. Uh, It gets into some of the generational dynamics, or at least that's what it feels like. But I believe there's more going on than just different ages, different generations. I think we have also some communication dynamics, just pure and simple as well as some other things that are affecting our ability to make sure that we get the communication going that we want. And so we're going to dive into that today with this episode. A couple weeks ago, we talked about what is communication. I alluded that we'd be talking about this topic, and that's what I want to expand on here today. And I want to go into maybe three different areas that can have an impact on the ability of our newer employee to understand what we're talking about. The first one I'll call awareness. Uh, That goes into ourselves and to the other person. We have to be aware. What we talked about with communication is there has to be an offer and an acceptance. I send something and then it gets accepted. There's many ways that that might get accepted. And what (laughs) when we get in trouble is when we believe it's been accepted or understood when it really hasn't. And so in our mind, it's like, well, communication's happened. We're good to go. Let's, Let's roll. But it wasn't heard the way it was said. And so having the awareness of ourselves, of our tendencies, of how we communicate. So, you you know, the self-awareness is almost being able to look at yourself from a third-party view. Do I tend to over-explain? Do I tend to forget information or leave information out because I assume people know it? What are my tendencies? That's a big part of awareness. And the flip side of that is, am I aware of the other person? Maybe their history of how well they've understood me, the history of following through correctly. And so being able to be aware of me and my audience, whether I'm speaking to one person or I'm talking to 10 or 100, I need to be able to adjust to that audience, what their needs are, and clearly understand how my tendency to communicate fits into that. So number one is awareness. What do we do about awareness? Well, I've found a few things can be helpful. One is simply asking for feedback. And it's not all the time and it doesn't have to be, you know, in the moment. But it can be those those opportunities that you find where you say, hey, you know, I want to get better as a leader. I want to get better as a coworker. And what I really would love from you is some feedback on what are some of the things that you see that I do well? I'm specifically looking at improving my communication, and I'd love your input. What do you see that I do well when it comes to communicating? What's something that I could improve that would give me better results and help the team out? See, when I take that position, asking for feedback, it does a couple of things gives me information so that I can locate myself. Where do they see me? And how does that compare to how I see me? And it also gives you insights into adjustments you can make. 
the other thing is you begin modeling the way. You, you begin showing humility to others that you don't have all the answers. You're not perfect. And eventually what happens is other people begin asking those similar questions. Now, a big part of this is how do you respond when someone gives you feedback? Someone says, oh, you know, there's something that you do that might, you know, cause some confusion for the team. When they share that with you, what you don't want to immediately do is start explaining right away why you do that, because that is a guaranteed way to make sure that you never get candid feedback again. You can be thankful. Dive in and ask more clarification of understanding what they're seeing. When is this happening? So that you're sincere about wanting to understand. That doesn't mean that everybody's advice is going to be helpful or relevant. But it means that you need to be curious to be able to see what is it that they're experiencing. So awareness is a huge thing, especially in any leadership position, any sales position, anywhere that you are trying to influence the people around you. You have to have awareness. The second one that I see affecting the ability of people to understand and act appropriately is urgency. It feels like in our, in our life, everything is super urgent. And in the business world, Maybe you're on a construction site. Maybe you're working on a tech project. There's these deadlines looming. There's all of this stuff happening, and we we can't get through our list fast enough. And so there's this sense of urgency. And the problem with that, operating under that level of urgency, isn't that urgency is bad. I mean, we have to have deadlines, and that gives us focus, and it keeps us moving. There's a lot of great things that come with urgency. Where it becomes a problem is when it shrinks our ability to listen, to hear, to process. See, if our urgency begins moving into that red zone, our ability to remember and to hear nuance and to capture details and to ask for clarification completely collapses. So if we are starting our interaction out with high sense of urgency, there is a risk that we might be shutting down the other person's ability to process what we're talking about. Maybe you've been in an accident or you've been in a high-stress environment. There's a fire or something like that. Your senses narrow so much, you can't hear anything else. You've experienced that where you, quite honestly, cannot hear other things because our senses focus down. And so when we create too much urgency, red zone urgency, there's a risk that we're contributing to people not being able to hear and process. The third one that can have have a negative impact on this interaction with others is the understanding their capacity. When I think about capacity, regardless of our age or stage in our career, capacity has an impact uh, in a couple of ways. If we have lots of experience, the risk is so we have lots of capacity to understand the jargon and understand the technical aspects and we can process the information very quickly, which is good. The risk is we've We've developed many shortcuts in our mind. And so those shortcuts can lead us to making lots of assumptions along the way. So if we have lots of capacity for a topic, for a subject, that is helpful, but we have to be cautious that we aren't fast-forwarding, that we aren't making leaps that aren't there. So be aware of things that you have high levels of expertise in, that they don't lead you down lots of assumptions and shortcuts. The flip side of this Maybe you have lots of expertise in an area. You have a new employee. They're coming in. You have already forgotten what it was like to be where they are at. 
And so we will use words. We will rattle off information at a pace where they may not be able to process it. They don't have the capacity yet. They haven't learned the language yet. The risk is they don't want to look stupid. You know, that, that's a possibility. Or they don't know what they don't know. They think that they understood, but they're not sure that they didn't really understand what you're talking about. And so being able to, you know, what do we do about that? Well, first recognize if you're really good at something, you've forgotten what it was like not to know it. And so getting into dialogue with the person helps you to right-size the conversation to where they're at, getting into their thinking. So maybe it's talking about working on a, a technical aspect of the project, and they're new to the team, and you start rattling off you know, a list of things that need to be done and going into it, and then this is where some of that urgency can fit in. Maybe I'm feeling urgent, and that urgency has shrank my awareness. I don't recognize that this person may not have the capacity that I thought they had, or my expertise has led me to do some shortcuts in my communication. So all these are interconnected. And so by being able to just slow down for just a couple of minutes and say, hey, let, let's talk about what our goal is here. What are we trying to accomplish? So beginning with the end, what, what's the outcome? What's the problem that we're trying to solve? Having conversation, what do you see with this? Do you, you know, how do you see this fitting into all the things that we're doing? So you're having this, this discussion and then diving into, you know, what are some of the approaches that, that you're seeing? And maybe the employee says, quite honestly, this is really all very new stuff for me. I don't know that I have any great solutions. Oh, now you, now your awareness is increased of their capacity and you have to make sure to slow down a little bit more to meet them where they're at, to pull them along. That's how their growth develops. Then you have got their attention. Once they recognize they haven't been able to answer it, their awareness now increases and their attention dials in. Now when you say, okay, here's what I recommend. If this is the outcome that we're trying to accomplish, I'd recommend we do these next three things. So what's your level of familiarity with this, this, and that? So again, we're just having a little bit of discussion. This might take one or two minutes. And at the end of that, you can confirm, okay, let me know what your action plan is. What, what do you see you're focused on here the rest of the day? So you're double checking, you're coming back in. And it's not patronizing, you're not speaking down to them because you already know, hey, their, their capacity is at a different level. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. I want to hear from them what their game plan is. Okay, now we confirm it. So if we want to increase the understanding that that newer employee has in that conversation, there's a few things that can be helpful for us. Make sure that we're aware of ourself. We can do that by getting feedback from the people around us and seeking that out. Making sure that we're aware of the other person. You know, what's their knowledge? What's their style? Is there some way that we can level set an understanding of where they're at? So we have to have that awareness. The second thing is, managing our urgency. We feel like maybe in our role, we have to push, 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 and that's fine. But there is a risk that if we spend 80% of our time in that red zone of urgency, a couple of things happen. The things that are really urgent, people won't really be recognizing as urgent anymore because 
80% of our time cannot be urgent. The other thing is, in that type of zone, we are collapsing the other person's ability to hear and process at the level that we really want. Make sure that we use that red zone urgency very sparingly. The third thing is capacity. Understanding the capacity that we have through our expertise, things that we know, the things that we don't know, and being able to dial in and understand what's the capacity of this person that I'm speaking with. Could be a customer. You know, maybe our customer doesn't know nearly as much as we do. Maybe it's that new employee. We need to be able to get to their level so that we can open up those channels of communication. So hopefully as you think about people that you're interacting with, whether it's coworkers, customers, employees, there's some ideas here today that maybe can get you thinking about how do you increase your ability to connect and communicate in some areas that maybe have been frustrating for you. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Communication on Point. If you have a question, a topic, a theme that would be good for us to talk about, please send me an email. You can send it to dean at clarisresults.com. So D-E-A-N at C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. Love to hear from you. I'm looking forward to our session again next week. If you haven't yet subscribed to where you get podcasts, make sure you subscribe to Communication on Point and have a great week. Thank you.